Hello everyone, my name is Luis Hernandez and I'm here with Ben Walzak to talk about the new Ender series streaming exclusively on Disney+. Plus. So Ben, what has been your thoughts on this uh, season so far? I have been loving it and you know, I can't wait for the season finale, I cannot wait for season two. Um, I've actually been holding off on watching Rogue One until I finish the season because I haven't, I haven't seen it in like a year or so, maybe two years at this point. Um, I'm just super excited. Now, talking about Rogue One, uh, something that actually... Um, so, when the TV show came out, when the series came out, I was actually at Disney World, uh, and we were just stuck there because of the Hurricane Ian, and uh, me and my friends started watching it, but we didn't quietly understand at first. We weren't sure. Uh, we, I didn't remember who this Andor character was. Uh, so we actually saw the Rogue One movie first, and that kind of led me into like going to see what this new TV show was about. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and obviously it connects uh, directly to uh, Rogue One. It has a lot of characters. In fact, actually, did you know that um, in the episode that we're going to talk about, One Way Out, the guy who he escapes with in like the final scene, um, that is actually one of the people that he helps uh, storm the beach in in Rogue One helps him storm the beach oh the actually yeah oh so we're just gonna be seeing all how uh ander get uh is is basically comes part of the rebellion his way up to um how the rebellion started and how they achieved to finally steal the first or uh the first plants of the first death star which is incredible so far um i've loved seeing how we're seeing more about the uh, Empire that we haven't been able to see in some past movies. Of course, we able to see, but only like high ranks, not really on how it's actually affecting um, each planet, if you want to say. Uh, in one of the episodes, episode num number six, we saw Aldani heist and how uh, the, Im the Imper Imperial... I'm saying it wrong, right? Yeah. The Empire... Empire, sorry. The Empire has been... Um, conquesting other worlds and just basically removing their native uh, people and just making bases and extracting resources from there. It's really interesting. I really like that, especially that that episode number six, the Aldani Heist. What are your thoughts on that, Ben? Oh, I, you know, I love the episode too. It sort of, it wasn't a parody, but it followed a lot of tropes that a lot of iconic heist movies have. Um, I really love that aspect of it. Um, also, I, I like to see how like the rebellion is using like darker tactics, such as like taking hostages and like um, actually just murdering people. I thought it was really cool to see like, a darker side of it um, compared to like the early movies back in the seventies and eighties, where we just we barely saw any violence. Um, it was always just a very like black and white. The rebellion is good. The empire is bad. Exactly. Um, it's good to see there were like. Just like they're different sides of the story. You know, we're definitely now uh, digging into what the Empire is actually and how they started because this is also the very beginning of the Empire. Mm -hmm. Of course, not like the very, very beginning, but you know, uh, we're seeing uh, how there is uh, a whole building in the in the uh, in the capital of the universe, I'm going to say, yeah, of, of the galaxy, mm -hmm. yeah, galaxy. of how... Uh, the security works on how different people are like in charge of the dif different sectors uh when when i saw that i was like wow so it's like an actual whole like thing um that it's very well structured yeah yeah um another thing that i love to see was with the early 
um, just like beginnings of the empire was how they were actually using a, a private security force um, to enforce the planet. Right. That's something you don't see in the later movies, but nope. obviously since it's just like the beginning of the Empire and they are probably lacking in stormtroopers, they had to um, use private people. Um, yeah, third party. I thought, yeah, I thought that was really, really interesting. And now that we go into that, uh, we have, we're going to run down with the main character. So Ben, do you want to start with that? Um, I mean, wait, what do you mean? Just like uh, explaining who Cassian is or... Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, his backstory is it's shown to... Um, he was on a planet that lacked uh, technology and it is mostly like the... Um, I don't want to say tribe, but the group of people that he lived with. They all seem to be like children or just very young adults. Um, and I'm. it kind of, I guess, it hinted at all of their parents being killed off in some sort of either... Empire, I, I believe, is actually the Separatists that um, killed them off. Yes, so I think that it was it, them that it killed was them. Connecting, yeah. yeah, to sort of, um, sort of more of the Clone Wars era, which I really liked. Um, yeah, I, I thought they did a really good job showing a Cassian's backstory, but not like go like holding your hand and just following you through all of it. They just um, sort of hinted at a lot of stuff uh, and kind of left it up to you to interpret. Oh, no, no, totally. We also have this uh, character called Cyril Karn that he is one of the officers from that third-party security company that we see uh, that it's linked to the Empire. Uh, but when uh, things happen, when he messed up, the Empire took control of that sector. Mm -hmm. um, then at least my favorite character so far has been Luthen. Uh, Luthen Rail. Definitely. Um, he was actually, he's been played by Stellan Skarsgård. He's an actor that I really liked, and he was also in uh, the Rogue One movie. Um, so I, I think he's done just a fantastic job acting, and he's been playing like sort of two different characters, one that is like leading the rebellion, and another one that's just like a private shop owner that um, is in support of the Empire. Right, right. So we're, we're seeing the basically the beginning of the rebellion, yeah. how it was formed by uh, Lothan and as well as Thasman Okay. So yeah, she's also been playing sort of two different characters just like Luthan, um, or just like putting on an act in front of a lot of her, even her friends and her family. Um, she's not letting them know the whole truth about like what she's actually doing. I think that's really brave of her, actually. Yeah, we're seeing how she is going in, not kind of hiding, but the secrecy that's going behind of how she supports the Empire, but really doesn't at the same time, as well as we see Asluthan doing that, like you said, with his shop. Uh, but I love, I love that we're getting to see exactly how the rebellion started. Mm -hmm. um, another, like, another sort of cameo that I liked. He only had, he was only in a few episodes, but Andy Serkis, who played Kino Loy, the leader of the prison break, he actually, he played Snoke in the um, Last Jedi and Force Awaken in the sequel movies. I thought that was really cool to bring him back and play a completely separate character. Um, he did a really good job sort of showing like a broken person who, in like a last ditch effort, like helped all the prisoners um, escape. Unfortunately, at the end, um, he had a very sad end. Uh, that that really made me emotional seeing um, him say, I can't swim. That, like, got a, I got a little bit choked up seeing that. Now, I didn't know that. So the supreme leader mm -hmm. is... Is played by the same guy who played Kino. Which helped yeah. Andor escape and basically destroy the, mm -hmm. that, that... Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now, do we know why they're doing it this way? 
Um, I think he's just a very prominent actor. I don't think it has anything to do with like Snoke's identity. Um, I, I think it's just they really liked Andy Serkis and they probably wanted to bring him back. He had that very like powerful voice, um, which is shown uh, to like sort of announce to the prison that they were all going to be free. I really like that moment um, where he gave that great speech. And actually, there have been a lot of just great speeches throughout this um, this TV show. Yeah, there has been. Um, and unfortunately, I'm not that big of a fan of uh, not speeches, but at the beginning, I am going to say this. I thought it was boring. I was having a hard time watching the show. But then as we got to episode six, I it just exploded my mind. And then uh, when we got to episode 10, that's when I, I, I really got uh, engaged with this new uh, series because it's just amazing seeing the back history of Empire. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just going back to the speeches, Luthen with that like amazing speech about like all the things he's had to give up um, and just like also uh, Mon Mothma giving a great speech to her sister yep. um, and sort of uh, Forrest Whitaker was actually, he was in Rogue One as well playing Saw Gerrera. Um, oh. He's been just like playing the same character, but I think he's done a really good job. Um, I th- this, this show has just done a really like great job not only using cameos right. and just um, sort of like fan service to help guide it. It's been like pretty much completely separate from all the movies and it's been just been a genuinely good TV show. Like I've been really invested in it. Oh, and I think uh, more than 57,000 people that have uh, reviewed uh, this TV show in IMDb, I agree with you. I was reading some of the reviews and everyone is just saying that how crazy and how well structured this is. I'm going to read this uh, review by Charlie D M O N D from uh, IMDb. Uh, they're saying, oh, if I can find it again, uh, it is clear that who wrote uh, it is clear that who wrote the script for Andor needs to be promoted to a higher role within Disney hierarchy of writers because they actually know how to write a coherent story that doesn't trip over itself. Andor is manufactured without being explicit. It is gripping on real wish list, being completely fictional. In fact, it does so well in portraying the reality of its characters that parallels can be drawn to real life. Apartheid such as the South Africa apartheid struggle. The struggle had people who had to do things that were bad for a good cause. There's no negotiate negotiating the morality and it is the same in Ander. It holds no punches in portraying reality and that's why Ander is the best Star Wars series. This is from Charlie E-D-M-O-N-D in IMB and I totally agree with um, Charlie. Uh, it's definitely well structured uh, in a point of view of, uh, a, of a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, my opinion is yes, I love this. I love the series. I love how we're getting to watch all the Imperial stuff. But it does get boring at some point. I, yeah, no, I understand that, but I've been enjoying it a lot more, um, at least just dialogue-wise. I've been, I was looking this up, the scriptwriter for um, the TV show, he also wrote the Jason Bourne movies and the original Rogue One movie, which this is based off of. Um, I know 
the the Mandalorian is the other TV show that a lot of people have been comparing this to, and yep. I've actually I've been liking this a little bit more than Mandalorian oh, just because I agree um, with you. Yeah, I, I I love the Mandalorian, but this is just there's so much more dialogue going on. It's just like people talking, and I I love that in Star Wars. I love just like world building, um, all the world building that they do inside of this. Uh, Inside this, um, just seeing story, all the behind just, the scenes. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's really cool. Um, totally. And to finish up uh, this podcast, we do want to talk about the last episode that just came out. Oh my god! Yes. When I I was before we recorded this, I was watching the last couple of minutes of the show, and how the the heck did um. Luthen, Luthen. The final scene with the starfighter. How? So like, that's gotta be one of my favorite space scenes. In oh, Star Wars. totally. Like maybe even my favorite. Like that was amazing. Like we for... saw lasers. We saw uh, him destroying the uh, the uh, the Magnus. tractor. So, yeah, yeah, the, the tractor. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's just crazy. I never thought someone um, could have done this mm-hmm. in the way that he did. Yeah, no, I'm, and then the thing I was telling Luis as he was watching it was that um, that massive star cruiser that is shown on um, that the Empire is using, that is actually an original design, original concept design that they that they brought back from the 1970s and they made it into an actual ship. And I thought that was really cool. Unfortunately, the concept designer did pass away this year, but um, I thought it was cool that may, I hope he got to see um, his design like put into production. Next week or next Wednesday for the final episode and next year for season two. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in on today's review. My name is Luis Hernandez and I'm accompanied by Ben Walsack. And make sure to check out all of our stories in prospector.now.com and just keep updated with all of what's happening here at Prospect High School. And do not forget to tune in to Night TV Live. Oh yeah, we're gonna start just with the uh, winter season. We're gonna have some wrestling. We're gonna have some boys and girls basketball as well as some boys swim and dive. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to us. My name is Lister Nine, and this signing off for Night Voices.